Good evening, everybody. I honestly didn't expect to be doing double duty tonight. My name is Sue S. I'm a grateful recovering compulsive overeater. Um, to get the statistics down, um, I came into this program in the late 1990s. I stayed for about four years, went out to do some more research, came back, and then when I first came in, I lost almost 100 pounds. Um, came back, and after doing some more research, I wound up having to regain all the way I lost plus another 60 pounds, and um, I came back in November of 2010. This time it took me four years to regain my abstinence, and um, I'm down about 90 pounds, which I've been maintaining for a long time now, and um, I still have more weight to go. So I do qualify. My abstinence date is January of 2014, and um, I still have some more weight to go, so I do qualify as a 100-pounder. Um, I'm not sure who's supposed to be doing service as a moderator, but um, I've learned that sometimes you just have to pick it up and run with it. Um, I don't talk too much about my childhood. Anybody who's heard my story knows that I've learned that um, my past is my past. I live in the present because I live one day at a time. Um, I tried, um, when I was very young, I wasn't um, heavy. Um, but when I hit puberty, I went from a size 14 girl to a size 18 woman and don't remember being any size in between. I just seemed to blossom when I was that nine or 10. I guess maybe even a little bit older. Um, my mother was my diet buddy as well as my eating buddy. She would make special lunches for me when I came home from school at lunchtime. Me and my sister, my older sister, was a, on the diet kick with us. And um, as long as we lasted, they would, she would make, my mother would make special lunches. And um, we kind of got special attention. And um, as soon as the diet last went, then that would stop too. Um, diets usually lasted about a week. Um, I would diet at the end of a week or so, but the diet wasn't working anyhow, and there was something wrong, and I went back to my old ways of eating. Um, one or two was never enough. Um, there was always a sleeve with a ser serving size or a package or whatever. You can fill in the blank. Um, and um, I went to Catholic school since the first 12 years and then went to an all, I went from an all-girls Catholic high school to a public city, New York City public um, nursing school. I got an education in life as well as an education in nursing and learned other ways to express my addiction because I do believe I have an addictive personality and I can easily switch uh, seats on the Titanic. Um, I decided after I got a nursing school that it would be a good idea for me to join the Air Force because I didn't go to a four-year college and get my bachelor's, which everybody was looking for at that time. Um, I went to a three-year nursing program, 
and um, had a diploma, no degree. So I went to the uh, recruiting officer, or the recruiting office, and when I went to the recruiting office, um, they told me I wouldn't pass the physical because I was too heavy. So I went on this really strict diet. I gave up all my goodies. I joined the Y. I went swimming five days a week. And I lost about 35 or 40 pounds, and I was on the way to um, making the physical. Meaning the weight I needed to do to pass the physical. But instead what happened was I got attracted to men, and I met a man who was different than the other guys I had met, and he asked me to marry him. And that was a really hard decision for me because I had never had anybody ask me to marry them before. And... Um, this guy was different. He was special. And so I agreed. And we got married. We had a baby. Um, and um, all of a sudden, I was newly married. I had this child that I didn't understand about. And shortly after I got married, my mother found out that she had metastatic cancer. Um, my father had died. My father had a seizure disorder. And when I was 19, or actually 18, he had a seizure and fell down a flight of stairs at home, and um, he was in a coma before he finally passed away. But my father died when I was 19, and then my mother had metastatic cancer. Um, and now I had this new baby, and um, my mother was dying, and I had a new, pretty much a new husband. So then the um, feelings came up. And with that, I went to food because that's what I knew to make me feel comfortable. It made me feel better. I could just eat away those feelings because I didn't know what a feeling was. Um, and so I got heavier. After my mom passed away, um, I decided that, you know, there'd be, there'd be a limit. There had to be a place where I would stop gaining weight. Um, and... Um, that somehow that would magically happen, that magical thinking. And um, it didn't happen. Um, I just kept gaining more and more weight. So I tried to go to a pagan way a couple of times. I tried to use um, diet pills that were over the counter that really didn't do anything. And then I tried my doctor, his partner was doing a weight loss program. And I tried his weight loss program, and although I was following the program as best as I could, I really wasn't losing any weight. So I eventually gave up on that. Um, my kids were getting older. They were getting more active. I was doing a lot of running around. And then I was having physical problems, and they started telling me that I had to make um, lifestyle changes. I had to slow down because I was going to school part-time. I was working full-time. I was involved with the Cub Scouts and the Girl Scouts and the, the soccer mom. And, you know, you needed something done, you asked me because I could get it done. Um, and it was really affecting me. So um, they were talking about me making lifestyle changes. So I knew if I had to make lifestyle changes, I probably should see a therapist. So I went to a therapist, and the therapist told me that I probably needed to go on antidepressants. And I refused to see a psychiatrist. 
So my doctor wrote a prescription for um, antidepressant and a something for my anxiety, and I thought that was great. I could get around. But I was really big on trying to get around what everybody wanted me to do. Um, except it didn't work out too well because I abused the anti-anxiety pill and wound up in the hospital with an overdose. And um, <coughs> and then I got introduced to a psychiatrist for real. And then I tried to manipulate things with the psychiatrist. So for the next three months, I was in and out of the psych wards. And finally, the nurse said to me, you know, you've really been in and out of the psych wards. And you always, the other, because what I was mixing it with was alcohol. And she said, maybe you need to go to this meeting we have downstairs on Saturday. And um, I didn't know what the meeting was about. Um, but it turned out to be a 12-step program. And I went to the I went to the meeting and um, came back and told them they were wrong because all I heard was what people lost by their drinking. And first of all, I didn't have a drinking problem. And second of all, um, you know, I didn't lose anything. Um, except my psychiatrist didn't know what else to do with me. So he sent me to a, long ter well, a longer term facility in upstate New York. And I wound up being in this psych facility for most of the summer of um, 2097. And being a good doobie, I did what they told me to do. I went a lot. I learned about the 12 steps. I learned about all the things that I was supposed to learn and being very scared. When they just discharged in August, um, I started to go to AA meetings on a regular basis. Um, and um, But I didn't feel like I put in there at all. I went for seven years, and at the end, by the end of the seventh year, people started talking to me about, well, not people started talking to me, but I heard about Overeaters Anonymous. And um, when I heard about Overeaters Anonymous, I went to um, a meeting. I called my local intergroup. It was in the white pages back then, way back in the old, dark ages. And I called them up, and somebody actually answered the phone, and they told me where there was a meeting that night. And I went to the meeting, and there was nobody. There was nobody. There were two people there, and nobody had the key to the church. Um, so this one person said that she knew where there was supposed to be another meeting, and we went there, and there was nobody there either. But she knew where the stuff was for a beginners meeting, and so we had a beginners meeting, just the two of us. And she told me to come back the next night, and there'd be a lot of people there, and there was. And when I heard the readings from the beginner's meeting, I knew that I was home. Um, so I lost 100 pounds. Like I said in the beginning, I lost 100 pounds within the first year or so. And for the next three years, I kept going to OA meetings. I gave away my food. Um, it was wonderful what I was doing. But after a while, I stopped doing the work. I stopped giving away my food. I stopped going to so many meetings. I mean, this was becoming a real drag on my life. So eventually what happened is I stopped going to meetings altogether, and um, eventually I picked up the food. And eventually I became a workaholic because I was working from home for 12 hours a day um, and then going to a fast food restaurant for dinner and wondering why I was gaining weight back. 
and eventually I gained back not just the 100 pounds I lost, but 60 pounds on top of that, and I weighed 340 pounds. So I couldn't walk around the block without having severe back pain and shortness of breath, and um, so I needed to do something, and I was on the verge of another nervous breakdown. So I called my psychiatrist and I asked him if he put me out on a leave of absence for my depression and anxiety because it had really gotten bad again. And um, on one of my goals for one of the days when I wound up in this day treatment center was to go to an OA meeting again. And of course, OA loved me um, until I could love myself again. And this time I did all 12 steps because this really is a 12-step program, and doing one step at a time and going through all 12 steps, I found a life beyond my wildest dreams. And that center hole that I had all of my life actually turned out to be a God-sized hole because what I had to do was I had to do a journey to find a power greater than me, the great I am. Um, And... um, this time I found a power greater than myself that could restore me to sanity, which I never did before. So as long as I practice this program one day at a time and do the best I can, I have a life beyond my wildest dreams. Now, it doesn't mean I don't have difficulties. It doesn't mean that, you know, things don't go wrong sometimes. It just means that as long as I keep my higher power in my head and in my heart and follow what I hear that usually things go pretty well. And I don't worry too much about tomorrow and I don't look too much in the past. I live in today at this moment and do the best I can to do the best I can. And it's working out pretty good. Now, like I said, I've been down around 90 pounds for quite a while. And my cardiologist recently said to me, and how long are you going to drag that off for? So I looked to find a nutritionist, and that wasn't working out too well. So I looked into something else, and I've been really writing my food down every day. And I saw I to lose a little weight again. So I'm hoping this will lead to an ongoing weight loss as I write down everything that I eat every day at the request of my sponsor. And I talked, I love my sponsor. I talk to my sponsor almost every day. And um, if I have a problem or something comes up that's really upsetting me, she tells me to take it through the steps. So one day at a time, one moment at a time sometimes. But really and truly, um, my life is miles better than it was before. I'm getting a little bit older. I'm going to knee surgery. I'm going to need replacement surgery the end of August. Um, and so hopefully that will go well. And I just trust that everything's going to go okay. Now I'm starting to ramble, so I still have a little bit of time, but I think I'll pass so we have more time for sharing. My phone number is 516-721-0816. Again, that's 516 516- Seven two one zero eight one six. I'm on the East Coast. You can call or text anytime. Say you're from away, and I'll get back to you as soon as I can. Thank you for letting me share.